Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Always follow the money. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on v DraftKings Casino brings you a new era of your favorite games, including blackjack, roulette, slots, plus live dealer table games. Just this week, they paid out some huge wins. A player bet $5 and won $150,000 on Divine Fortune. Every week with that game, player bet $10 and won $80,000 on Mercy of the Gods. Download the DraftKings Casino app today. New customers can have their choice of a deposit bonus up to $2,000 or $50 in free credits. When you deposit $25 signing up, download the DraftKings Casino app and use code VEASAN to claim this offer. Got to be 21. Casino.DraftKings.com for full details. Excited to talk to Jensen Lewis, MLB Network Radio and Bally Sports Analyst. Guardians in action. They kick it off today in a couple hours with the MLB playoffs at JLU50 on Twitter. How, how, thanks for the time. Good to see you as always. How about a weather report to start? What are we looking at today? Great to be back with you guys, and uh, it is bundle up weather. This is total Cleveland weather. I know the Browns and Chargers play on Sunday, so if they could flip-flop that weather, that would be a lot better. But, you know, knowing that Tampa's a dome team and been on the road now for almost two weeks, it might play into Cleveland's favor to be able to have, uh, you know, a, a significant amount of wind, guys. The temperature may not get above 50, maybe 55 degrees today. But by the lake, I, I think, when you see a six up there, a six and a half for the total, you automatically think Jacob DeGrom's on the mound. Mm. But I'm telling you guys, for two teams that don't hit a ton of home runs, I think runs will be at a premium not only today, but probably tomorrow as well. 
Good info. That's good. Uh, yeah, very good. How about the decision to use Quantrill if necessary in game three when he's been so good at home? Yeah, Paulie, the, the idea from Tito in the front office here was sort of, all right, a guy that has never lost at progressive field, a guy that gets a ton of run support, almost six runs a game throughout the regular season. If you need a winner-take-all guy, you've got Cal Quantrill. And then the other part of that, if Cleveland can sweep, remember, they're they're already locked into that Yankees matchup for the division series. Mm-hmm. You've got Quantrill to be able to go in and have a really stiff competition opposite of Garrett Cole there at Yankee Stadium. So that kind of the prevailing sentiment here that they feel pretty solid with Beaver and McKenzie to try and get this done two and Q and then be able to have Cal Quantrill ready if need be for either a game one start at Yankee Stadium or that winner take all on Sunday. Okay, so let me go, let me go two questions here on that. Um, if they have a shot against the Yankees, how they match up, and also the that they they can play the no respect card, and, and everyone's disrespecting us. I mean, they, they were they had a great season. Uh, it was all the White Sox hype, and not only that, the White Sox are going to run away with the division. And then the White Sox get off to a slow start, and although it's going to be the Twins, and then and then Cleveland closes twenty four and six to end the season. But how much is that going on? You being around the guys about no one's given us a chance. No one gave us a chance. Let's show them. Polly, the disrespect line is absolutely spot on because from day one, uh, the Cal Quantrills, the Josh Naylors, you go into the clubhouse and they're like, we're pretty confident in what our team is here. We feel like we're going to do something special. And then they made it stand up through the regular season. And that same moniker, that, that same mentality was pretty apparent yesterday in their press conferences and, and talking to those guys. They, they've known they've been disrespected all year long, and, and they're fine with that. I mean, if you ask Terry Francona what he would like for a, an entire season, he'd want to be under the radar. Don't pay attention to us. Don't <laughs> mind us. We're going to continue to play our brand. One other thing to think about, guys, and, and I know you brought up, Paulie, the, the, the Yankees pen and how they would match up. I would also say in this series, too, the, the Guardians are the league leaders in Major League Baseball with 27 wins in their final at bat. Ooh. This is a club that we call it the Guardiac Kids here because it just feels like it's one of the youngsters that comes up big at the end of the game. You might see that play out here in the series. I, it, you know, if you're looking at a first five here with McClanahan, with Glasnow uh, against, you know, Bieber or, or McKenzie, you could see a really tight game, but you might have Cleveland money line for a couple of those just knowing that they're going to get the last at bat, and they've had this ability to either come back or to be able to win it late in a lot of games this year. So, so you obviously you cover the team, but you also cover you know Major League Baseball in general. It sounds to me like you do like the Guardians to advance. Uh, Mitch, I, I'm going to take the, my my bias card off, yep. and and I'm going to go on two things. First, I'm just going to say it's the kids riding the highs. They don't know any different. They, I don't even think they're going to come out to the park today even in front of a sold-out crowd and feel overwhelmed whatsoever that, oh, my gosh, now all of a sudden it's the postseason. The other part of this, and and you never wish, you know, ill will on a team or, or anything bad to happen, but obviously Tampa being on the road for almost two weeks, three different cities. Now if you count Cleveland again, a fourth trip, and they haven't been home yet, and, and you hope that nothing's mm-hmm. happened significantly in Port Charlotte or in mm-hmm. Tampa where a lot of these guys live for the season. So from a mentality standpoint, there's no better team than Tampa to be able to rise to the occasion because of their track record the last four to five years. Kevin Cash will have them ready. I just wonder, having been in those situations, where is the physical toll at with these guys? If their mental state is okay, their physical state might just be a tick behind, and these early start times are doing no favors to them whatsoever. Good. Excellent points. Uh, not a good road record, 
McClanahan was banged up. What do you expect out of him today? And it, 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 are you surprised his K props only four and a half? Maybe not so much, Paulie, because if you look at his last couple of starts, he hasn't punched out a lot of guys. And I wonder if the shoulder issue is still somewhere in there. Uh, that remains to be seen. Uh, the velocity, I haven't really seen a difference there. But an interesting nugget here, especially with the game one matchup of the game one starters in the wild card today, Bieber and McClanahan have given up the second and third most home runs of all of them in the regular season. Now, knowing what the weather's going to be at the stadium today, it's going to take a titanic blast to get something out, I think. Now, that all could change because by the late guys, all bets are off. This thing swirls. It's unpredictable from inning to inning. But I think with McClanahan, if you guys remember, there was a start down at Tropicana Field where Cleveland got to him early in the first inning and were able to knock him out of the game and hand it off to the bullpen. Their starter's ERA was over five against Cleveland for the duration of the season series. That was the M.O. for Cleveland to win four out of six. They've got to have that same formula, I think, if they're going to advance the division series. Okay, very very well said. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jensen Lewis, uh, Lewis is our guest, MLB Network Radio, Bally Sports analyst as well. So then how about the other wild card round in the American League? I don't have a single bet on this series. I just want to sit back and watch it. Who do you think advances here between the Blue Jays and the Mariners? I'm with you, Mitch. Man, this is a fun, fun series. And uh, as someone who's played in Toronto when that place is full throat, oh my God, there's there might not be a better atmosphere than old Yankee Stadium just because it's one of the only ballparks left that can have 50,000-plus people uh, in there. And they're going to be nuts. Uh, I wonder if Manoa will want to have the, the roof open versus the roof closed. Mm. That's going to completely change how the ball travels up there. And then I also wonder what Toronto can do offensively against Castillo. Castillo has been known to have a blow-up inning here or there, and when he does, it's not like one or two runs. It's four or five, and the way that Bo Bichette has been swinging, Teoscar Hernandez has been amazing. If Toronto can put up a crooked number and get that crowd into it very early, I think Seattle could be in trouble. Bottom line of this series, battle the bullpen, and I give that edge clearly to Seattle. If Seattle has got a lead late, I think Seattle has a chance to upset Toronto and move on. Okay. How about the National mm-hmm. League? Were you surprised that uh, the Cardinals are going to go uh, Quintana and Michaelis in games one and two? Uh, Quintana, not so much, Mitch, because he limits home runs, and that's really the only way Philly can score. They've yeah. got to be able to hit the long ball, and I think that's a smart, smart thing from Ali Mar- Marmol. And, and to know the way that, that St. Louis's lineup has been swinging the bat, I think that is a real, real bonus for them with Pujols now, not just the guy who's crushing lefties, but a guy who can be a hitter now in those clutch situations going Arenado and Goldschmidt and Albert Pujols. I think St. Louis is the dark horse in the National League. I wouldn't be surprised if they get out of that first round and they match up against the Atlanta Braves. I could see that Braves series going the distance. I just think St. Louis has a little bit of an it factor. And don't think for a moment that in that clubhouse, those young guys, those other guys that are not named Adam Wainwright, Yadi Molina, Albert Pujols, they are going to be at a different level trying to get these guys as far as they can in October. There's a different motivation, I think, for St. Louis. I'd be scared of them if I were the Braves and they end up moving on and matching up. You guys want to get nuts? Cardinals over the Astros, 67-1. to But how about Cardinals over the Guardians in the World Series, 320-1? to You want to take a walk? <laughs> well, the, we know the Central Divisions have not been good the last couple of years, guys. I know that I had Tampa and L.A. at the beginning of the season. That was my World Series exacta. Um, my heart says I hope I'm wrong, um, but I wouldn't mind that payout uh, for the future that I have. I'm that. sure. Yes. No kidding. <laughs> uh, we have like 90 seconds here, Jensen. Then what about 
Padres-Mets, I find it super intriguing here. I can see the Padres going there and upsetting the Mets, and the season's completely spoiled. Or I can see the Mets winning you know, two games to none. How about you? There's so much pressure on New York, Mitch, because I think Starling Marte being out is an immense loss for yep. that lineup. He's their keystone. Yep. He just has so much ability, not only with his speed, but his ability to hit the clutch. He lengthens that lineup to the point where Buck Showalter doesn't really have to think about who else he deploys there in the bottom half. So that's a huge, huge loss for them. And remember, guys, this is the team that blew a double-digit division lead. All the pressure is on them. No one was talking about San Diego because of how bad it was after the trade of Hader and Soto and Brandon Drury. They're on house money. I think San Diego is going to put pedal to the metal and make New York have to beat them at every turn. Wow. That would be something else. You can follow Jensen on Twitter. He is at JLou50. Awesome spot as always today, my man. Uh, Enjoy the games. Good luck with the bets. Thank you, guys. You too. Look forward to talking soon. I like that. The Padres are playing with house money. That's exactly what they're doing. Well, all the pressure's on the Mets. 101 games. Have won a World Series since 86. Absolutely. I I also agree that St. Louis could give Atlanta problems if that's the match. That'll be a great series. But, uh, all right, bad weather. Hence the total done at six now for yep. the game. This will be yeah. This will be fun to watch. Bieber it, Bieber strikeout prop is five and a half. Yeah, you said both guys to get seven plus is nine to nine one. Nine to one. Mm. You know the uh, the Mets define Nigel Seeley's phrase. Our buddy here on the show, squeaky bum time. If if they're if they're down like three oh, one today in the eighth inning, you can just the pressure is just going to be yeah yeah immense, oozing out of their pores. Uh, Travis Ryer joins the show up next. He covers Alabama football. Two questions. How healthy is Bryce Young? And if Nick Saban can run it up on Jimbo Fisher, will he? Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zikazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't supposed to be my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Get a $10 free bet when you sign up for First Bet, VEASAN's preferred horse racing app. Use the code HORSE200 for the $10, plus get 100% match on the first deposit up to $200. Wagering on more than 300 tracks, AI-assisted picks. The First Bet app's easiest way to bet on your favorite sport. Secure payments, great customer service, reliable website. Details at VEASAN.com slash horses. Sign up now. Alabama hosting Texas A&M. If you go back to June slash July, it was going to be one of the biggest games and the most anticipated games of the entire calendar year, and then, well, Texas A&M happened, and now Alabama's laying 24 points, and the reason why I say that is because of the trash talking between the two coaches here. Travis Ryer covers Alabama football for BamaOnline.com and 24-7 uh, Sports. Um, he joins us here to talk about this game. Travis, good morning. Thanks for the time today. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, guys. You bet. Before we get into the whole angle here of uh, how much they hate each other, uh, going back to what happened last week against Arkansas, and we saw Bryce Young get nicked up, had to leave the game. How healthy is he as we're now you know, one day removed from uh, this game getting played on the field? Yeah, and Nick Saban's latest comments last night on his coach's radio show, uh, he said that it's going to be more of a pain management issue than a structural issue or perhaps even a functionality issue. So uh, it's going to be a game-time decision. This one's going to go right up until – uh, game day on tomorrow, and so a uh, big wait-and-see sort of situation involving Bryce Young right now. Okay. Well, what did you see from the backup last week with uh, Jalen Milrow as he came in? And it was a total game-changer, I thought. You know, not going to be the same exact guy, but his athleticism just jumps off the, the, the TV when you're watching him. Absolutely. And this is a guy with great size, great speed. He's got some make-you-miss ability, and, uh, you know, he quarterbacked five touchdown drives last week so it's not like the offense just nosedive once he came into the game now do I think as much of the playbook is accessible with Milrow in there especially from a passing game perspective maybe not but I don't think it's going to be condensed to the point of just four or five or six base plays either so I think if it is Jalen Milrow tomorrow night Bill O'Brien the offensive coordinator Nick Saban they're going to expect him to carry out much of what we've seen this offense try to do anyway, even under Young. Mm. 
Okay, with the bad blood in the summer and the war of words, do they run up the score? Does Saban go after Fisher and stick it to him? I think the fans would certainly love to see that tomorrow night. As far as Nick Saban is concerned, uh, first and foremost, I think he's just more concerned about uh, securing the W. And, um, you know, if that means shrinking the fourth quarter with the run game and going four-minute offense and getting out of there with the W, especially if Bryce doesn't go, I think that's going to be forefront in his mind more so than, you know, trying to go over the top and, and hit explosive plays uh, if the Crimson Tide has a, a manageable lead there. Yeah, Travis, that was my view on this game. I mean, I, I definitely wanted to bet them um, when, when, once this game got here because of that angle. But then once you saw Bryce Young go out last week, I'm like, oh, boy, does he really want to take the chance of, you know, running it up when other guys could get injured? And uh, I'll ask you this, because their win total at various spots before the season started was between 10.5 or 11.5. And, you know, a lot of people were making the case, well, you got to bet over 10.5 because they're not going to lose twice, which I still firmly believe in. But will they run the table? Will this team, I mean, look at it now. The schedule right now looks, you know, I know A&M is not who we thought they were going to be, but at Tennessee, Miss State at home, at LSU, at Ole Miss, and the Iron Bowl, do you think this team actually goes 12-0 and in the regular season? I think it's dependent upon how Bryce is able to come back from the injury because I think next week going to Knoxville – there's the potential there, even with what Alabama presents on defense with Will Anderson and Dallas Turner and the rest of those guys, there's still the potential for a shootout there. And so having Bryce available and and at really full go in a game like that where you could need to score in the 40s or maybe even into the 50s to win uh, is going to be critical to, to that number. I, I think other than Tennessee, though, the road trip to Tennessee – I think Alabama matches up just fine with the rest of the schedule. Yeah, I'm uh, kind of in that same boat as well. You can follow Travis on Twitter. He is at Travis Ryer, R-E-I-E-R. Read his stuff at BamaOnline.com. Uh, Travis, thanks for a couple of minutes today. We appreciate that. Hey, thanks, guys. Thank yeah. you. How are they going to score? I mean, Johnson's out. I think they, they I haven't know. done anything on offense. The team totals 13 and a half. I mean, this is just like you might – it doesn't matter who's playing quarterback. Just run the ball. A&M can't score. And uh, that'll be the end of it. So the much ballyhoo talked about game coming in, so much ado about nothing. So what's the angle here then? If Saban takes that approach and doesn't run it, really want to run it up on him to risk other players getting injured, yeah. you just go back to the, uh, again, old faithful old reliable, here. Yes. Old reliable, yes. Mr. Old reliable yeah. here. Bama first quarter, Bama first half. Yeah, and, Bama, and play uh, the under in the second half. Yes. Yep. And this is getting interesting. Are they, the fan base is upset. This is $100 million to talk about. Would they buy him out? Would they eat the contract? All how bad QB whisperer my ass, right? I mean, it was it was all Winston, and that was you know look <laughs> yeah. look what's what not hasn't happened. How bad this offense has been, but a little overboard here. Although on the Paul Feinbaum show, with what a caller said about what to do with the buyout in Fisher. As far as Jimbo's contract, that ninety million dollar contract, uh, a hitman cost a lot less than that. Thank you, and have a great day, Paul. Okay, you know what? Yes, sorry. Hey. The guy, the guy, he wasn't joking. Yeah. The fan bases in that part of the country are complete lunatics. Updike, of course. Calls in the fine bomb. Yeah, I poison the trees. Yeah, they, they, they definitely they will, will die. die. Yeah, I just like they, yeah. This guy's he, he, the, the, the kids were named Alabama. Yeah. 
Crim, crimp, the, the crimson, everything was, crimson, I think. Yeah. Every kid was named the bear or something. Brian was kid oh. was Brian or whatever it was. They're, right. they're maniacs. Yeah. Scam Newton. <laughs> yes. Right. Oh my! That guy was a cop. Did you know? At, that? at one point, yeah, Alfred was. The, yeah, we, we lost Harvey. But, but you, you, I think people were kind of chuckling at that. Ah, uh, I probably wasn't kidding. Yeah. Oh no. And probably then dead the silence for ten seconds. Thanks for checking in, yeah. Paul. Yeah. What ten you, seconds of silence. And, and, then, and then he says, "I, I didn't hear what he said." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Oh my um, God. That's just it's a totally different uh, ball game down there. And here's Saban again. <laughs> Boy, he's he's got to be a gem to cover. Just got to re- be a real beaut. He was going back and forth with a reporter about a, maybe a specific package for backup quarterback Jalen Milrow this week. We already have one, so. Okay, uh, we got three. Do you want us to put a new one together now just because he might play or use the old one? I mean, we can do either one. I mean, I'll, I'll go talk to the offensive coaches and see. Do you that more often then? Um, again, you know, I don't talk to Jimbo on a regular basis, but I'll call him and tell him right after the conference if you want me to. I mean, you guys think I'm going to tell you what we're going to do with our offense and our team? You, you, you might as well make it up. I, I saw today where there's headlines in the paper that, you know, I'm going to keep it a secret what we're going to do with Bryce. I'm, that's, it sounded like me making that statement. But it re- I've never said that. <laughs> like his buddy Bel- Belichick. Well, how about last uh, week at their halftime? Is is if if is it going to be the backup now? And the Bryce can't go. Is it going to be the who else would we play? <laughs> he says snaps at the sideline. Reporter, <laughs> uh, he's a prickly pear. Uh, that right. game at Tennessee next week. No, that's a tough stretch though coming up. Yeah, that's, that's what I no, think they're, they're too. Gonna, they're going to roll. Yeah, roll Tide uh, Saturday. But they're right at at a, at tech, at Tennessee. They'll beat Miss State. And then LSU and that. Don't forget Kiffin. Oh, Kiffin. I, that is, I mean. That's no gimme. Kiffin I, I might think, shock the world here. Yeah, I think that, on a, you know, on paper, they are equipped, like Travis was saying. But to go through that schedule uh, in four weeks, to play three road games at Tennessee, you get uh, LSU. That's, uh, mm-hmm. oh, boy. And then they'll shut out Auburn. Yeah. Close. But that's. Will Harson still be the head coach at that yeah, point? No. Arson could be done after they lose by 35 to Georgia and don't score, which is uh, what should happen. Do you like the angle there? Uh, first our, quarter, our, first half? Yeah. Well, first half, 17 and a half. That's a bit rich. They did not. I, that was cause for concern. They did dominate Missouri in the trenches. I mean, that was that 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 game was right there, hanging in the balance oh, light. That shouldn't happen. Missouri could have won that game. Yes. They're down 10 in the second half. That shouldn't. You're 32-point favorite. I, so do they come out guns a blazing this week and say, okay, now it's two games in a row. You have our attention. Right. We played poorly on offense in both those games. Couldn't put our, those teams away. We got to go back to the team that we were in the first three weeks, four weeks of the season, and just it's going to be 21 zilch at the end of the first. Yeah, I think you're right. And they go back to what they were earlier I, on. I can't see how Georgia, uh, excuse me, how Auburn does anything on offense. They're so bad. They're so terrible. Ridiculous play calling. They make the Broncos look lethal and potent. I mean, it's just right away they score against Dell. The second half, you want to talk about lack of adjustments. Check out Auburn in the second half against Missouri and LSU. Oh, yeah. Travesty. Yep. Horrible coaching. They need to really, I mean, who's going to, who would turn that program around right away? Who's the guy? Because they're not okay with this. 
Well, they're also lunatics. That's the of course. Thing. That's, that's right. what I'm, that all ties in. Right. Malzahn, Chizik, all that. Yep. Chizik was gone two years after he won the title. Well, the Malzahn stuff was nuts. Well, Mal, right. They wanted to fire him every year. What did he write? Professional sports better Chuck Edel with his best bets coming up next. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. NBA in less than two weeks. Hockey starts today. MLB playoffs. Some good college football games. Everything's heating up at Bet Rivers. It's your go-to book. All the latest lines, odds, and boost for pro football, college football, basketball, and hockey. Perfect time to join Bet Rivers. New bettors will receive up to $500 in free bets when you make a first-time deposit using the code SPORTS. Go to BetRivers.com or download the app today at Bet Rivers. It's a whole new game. Harry, as every Friday during the football season, professional sports better Chuck Edel joins us now with picks at Chuck Edel on Twitter, E-D-E-L. He's on tonight, 10 p.m. Pacific, with Matt Humans on the Circa Friday betting invitational. He is tied for first place. He'll give out five picks tonight with Matt, so tune in, catch the replay, whatever your schedule is going to be, vcin.com as well. But 10 p.m. Pacific tonight, live with Chuck Edel, and he gets three picks with us every week. Thanks for the time, sir. Let's start in college. All your picks are in college today. How about a total first in the Liberty game? Take it away, please. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, under in this Liberty-UMass game. You know, UMass is, uh, this year has averaged 10.6 points a game, and that's versus a very average schedule. Uh, they've attempted 91 passes compared to running the ball 249 times. That's a pretty big differential in the college football game. They're running the ball uh, more than double the time. Uh, and even though they're running the ball that much, they're still only averaging 3.6 yards per carry. Um, and, the, you know, the UMass defense has improved as the season has gone on. Their new coach, Don Brown, and I'll, I'll quote him, just said after the last game, he goes, you can see the improvement, you can feel the improvement. We have improved a ton on defense. And uh, somehow this UMass now is 50th in the country on defense. But their offense is dead last. Uh, last week versus Eastern Michigan, a team who allows 33.4 points a game, they held UMass to 13 points and 255 yards. The UMass offense is dead last, and there's a reason why they are. They really struggle on that side of the ball. Um, and Liberty has a good defense, uh, and they're good against the run, 3.7 yards per carry against the run. On offense, uh, Liberty, the, you know, the original starting quarterback got hurt week one. That was Charlie Brewer. They were expecting a lot of things from him. And uh, since then, they've been rotating a couple different quarterbacks. And uh, now they also are very banged up at the wide receiver position. And uh, Liberty likes to run the ball, too. They've ran the ball 240, uh, 204 times compared to only throwing the ball 153. Uh, I expect them, especially in this type of game, to be pounding the ball, running the ball. We know UMass is going to run the ball a lot, and I do like this game to go under the total. All right. How about side and total here? Same game. USC at home against Washington State. Yeah, I'm going to be going against the trendy dog here. I know a lot, I've heard a lot of people talking about this Washington State team, and I'm probably uh, in the minority, but I think this Washington State team's a bit overrated. We'll find out. But uh, they've had a pretty soft schedule. Uh, they beat Idaho 24-17 to to start the season. Then they beat Wisconsin 17-14 to at Madison, a great win, and they got a ton of credit for that. But, you know, the more we look at that game, uh, first of all, in that game, they got outgained 401 to 253. Uh, Wisconsin had four turnovers in that game. 
And now we know that Wisconsin is down this year. They just uh, fired their coach or the coach quit, however you want to say it. Um, they're two and three. Their only two wins that Wisconsin even had is Illinois State and New Mexico State. So yeah, yeah. I'm not giving Washington State a ton of credit for that win. I, I mean, it's still a nice win. Anytime you go on the road to Madison and get a win, obviously it's it's a good win. But I think they got a little too much credit. And then they beat they beat a very weak Colorado State team, 38 to seven. You know, a Colorado State team was catching three and a half in Nevada. So you know how good they are. <laughs> yeah. And then. Right. <laughs> and then uh, you know, then they played a, a solid team. They played Oregon. All Oregon did is put up 624 yards of offense. Yes, on. yes. And, uh, and, you know, so they, they, they led up 44 points in that game. And, and now, you know, and then the next week, they did have a nice win versus an average Cal team. They did have a nice win there. Um, and, the, you know, the, even though with that schedule, the Washington State D still giving up 5.39 yards per play. And uh, I, I like the USC offense. And it's still improving. Lincoln Riley, as you, we know, came over there, a little bit of an offensive guru. The offense is still playing, be- improving. So I would put them in the same category as Oregon with that offense who put up the uh, 624 yards on Washington State. USC, uh, right now, 7.15 uh, yards of offense, yards per play. And uh, they're, they're really moving the ball well. Now their defense has given up some you know, yards, 5.52 yards per play. Um, they have created a lot of turnovers, which has helped out their defense. But, uh, you know, and Washington State on offense, getting back to them, they love to throw the ball. They've thrown the ball 191 times compared to only running the ball 125 times. And USC and defense has given up some points to some Pac-12 opponents. They gave up uh, 28 to Stanford. They gave up 25 to Arizona State. So Washington State, I believe, will be able to put points on, on the board against USC. But I don't think they're going to be able to keep up with what USC can do to their defense. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game, so I do like the overnight, but I think USC runs away with it. And in this game, uh, looking at everything, I, I'm trying to get both there, but the key number is 40 for USC. You put USC on 40, and you pretty much wrap up one side. I, but I think USC runs this game out. Um, it's a big game. They do have Utah on, on deck next week, but this is a big game. You get, they got to be Washington State first. And I'm going to go USC in the over here. All right. Go get them tonight. Keep it going. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for getting up early. Appreciate it, Chuck. Thanks, guys. Have a great weekend. There Best of luck. Yep. At Chuck Edel on Twitter. And again, tied for first place in the Friday betting invitational. He'll be on tonight with Matt Humans, 10 p.m. Pacific with uh, five picks. That was something last night. It really was. And I, we got a great tweet before the show. You should, shouldn't talk about the game or do the whole show on the game. But the, the, the Thursday night fiasco in 100 to 1, as high as 125 here, 125 to 1, no touchdown in the game. I, I couldn't believe what I was watching. I cannot believe Hackett went for it on fourth and two. And then they're still throwing the ball. And then they throw, they, they throw it there. They don't run it when you just take time off the clock, but play it safe and go up six. It's a nine to six game. Kick the field goal, go well, up six. They haven't done anything the whole game. They can't protect them. And you think they're going to go 80 yards on you to beat you? And then Wilson with the horrible interception in the end zone. And that is just an all-time horrific loss if you're Denver. How, how that played out and how you lose the game. And then you can't even get the tie, which I know he's being aggressive now, and it's fourth and one. He misses Hamler wide open. But you don't even you can't even get out of there with a tie. You lose the game at home, and your own fans are leaving before overtime well, starts. And, and they've had two of those now, by the way. Two losses like that. I, I would right. argue the game on Monday night against the Seahawks was worse. Two fumbles to, to, to at the lose one, that game. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know they, they, the, but the that's Seahawks the had nothing in the second half. The part that I kept scratching my head over last night, but I liked it because we had, I mean, the unders all day in that game, before the game, during the game live, the no touchdown, the the plays both teams were running on offense looked identical in the fourth quarter that they looked in the first quarter. I didn't see a single adjustment from either head coach last night. Yeah. Not a single one in live, real-time action. And get, can they get you, the you, guy? Yeah. You, you do something. I mean, you know, you know what I did see? There was one play where Matt Ryan threw that quick out to Paris Campbell, and he picked up a... Why, why didn't we see more of that? Adam Chernoff had a great breakdown an hour ago. He held onto the ball for like 3.25 seconds last night. His average time to pass. And this guy can't create plays. So the off- <laughs> the, 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 they have the worst separation in the league to the wide receivers. The offensive line can't block. So you're going to design a plan where Matt Ryan is going to hang onto the ball for something to develop? That can't happen. You need to get the ball out of his... That's like Garoppolo. Get the ball out of his hands now. Make it a quick passing attack. Get it to... I was going to say Campbell. Well, he in that one spot. Campbell, you could use um, Pittman. You could use uh, the kid who came on last night, Pierce, other guys. Don't. That's awful, awful job by both coaches last night. We should have had, at the same time, the ownership should have said, let's on, on the count of three, let's fire both coaches at the same time. Hackett has to be in serious trouble. Has here. to be. He's in over his head. He has no idea what he's doing. Oh, it's, it's got to be then, one And then and he done. got help. And then they asked for help, and he got it. To help out with the sidelines and decision-making. And then he does that business, what he was doing. I, I cannot believe Indy's defense, uh, it should be Indy's offensive line is this bad. Uh, I guess I could see it. A father time is undefeated, with the exception of Brady. Ryan's just getting old, can't move, been sacked 20 times. I can't believe, I'm shocked at Wilson. $250 million and he's playing like this? They're better off with Teddy. I don't know about Drew Locke, but they're certainly better off with Teddy if they kept him. I mean, this is a horrible look for Wilson. Terrible. And, and, and I really have to follow this. And again, they're on national television next week. See if there's finger pointing. See what this does to the locker room. Because bring de- it up. the defense has to be furious. I mean, they are pitching shutouts and doing their job and not giving up touchdowns in the second half, and they're losing games. They have to be furious. I'm a, I'm a big believer in body language. I'm a big body language guy in sports. And we've talked to Mike Pritchard about this before, how big is chemistry, Hamler et cetera. Too. Hamler was Hamler pissed. livid last night. Yeah. Again, I point to this. When it was a cry for help for everybody in the game, on both sides last night, except for Russell Wilson. He's out there in the cheerleader outfit, up and down the sidelines again. All right, guys, come on, let's go. We got him this time around. And everybody's looking at him like, what? Dude, we are completely broken. Would you please sit down and shut up for 30 seconds? The interceptions were terrible. Oh, awful. Throwing it up for grabs, the first one. That rah-rah crap, I guarantee this, that rah-rah crap is already, forget about wearing thin. Those other players are worn out. I made a bet last Sunday that I'm now totally regretting and I have no way out. I'll explain coming up next. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids. But I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. 
Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my dance, <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Nice with the new open here. Okay, here we go. They're in pocket plays. Uh, depends on where you bet this one. For me, this was definitely a loser. No refunds in Las Vegas. Uh, Head Hines, I, he was going to be the guy last night. They went to him three times in the I first drive. Pass, run, pass. So he was going to be the guy. How about the drop? I'm like, oh, this is not a good sign. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, okay. But I had that over on uh, the rushing and receiving. No, loser for me. If you bet it at DraftKings and other spots, you're going to get refunded. I did also bet Judy. That came through last night. And then the, the no touchdown for the game. I bet that live at 26-1. to 1. And, uh, you know, the, impl- the game was awesome last night. Now, here's what I have pending in the NFL. A two-team teaser. Well, okay, so let's go with this first. Keep it here, guys, if you don't mind. I'll explain this. 
I bet Tennessee on the opener here at circa minus four and again at minus three. Now, I know I'm on the opposite side of uh, sharp money, and I'm definitely on the side. This is a square bet by me. I was listening to uh, Tim Murray and Sean King watching the show yesterday at the house. Um, They're on in the afternoons here, 6 o'clock Eastern, 3 o'clock Pacific time. They brought on Carl Johnson, really good guest, who runs the book at Beau Rivage in Biloxi. He explained that typically, because they're so close to LSU, Typically at his book for an LSU game, they get about 90% of the action, all you know, public bettors on an LSU game. Every single week, it's all LSU. This week, it's about 70 to 80% tickets and handle on Tennessee. I hate the bet. Hey. I hate it. I can't get out of it because it's now it's bad number now, so I may be in play, see what I can do. Uh, baseball, Cardinals, Phillies over two and a half games, series price, Guardians minus 110 against the Rays and a couple of uh, NFL bets. I'm on a teaser here. Two-teamer, six points. Green Bay down to two. Vikings down to one and a half. And I'll take uh, the Bengals three and a half against the Ravens on Sunday night. There you go. Excellent work. There you go. First quarter under. Ice cream. Longest touchdown. I I would grade it a winner. but uh, That should be a winner. Several places said no action. Uh, there was a couple of these last night. Like, for example, longest touchdown under, and there isn't a touchdown. Another one. And I just I was just sent the uh, game summary in the game box on NFL.com. Uh-huh. If you bet under no score, first five and a half minutes, that's a winner. If you look at the game book on NFL.com, it's when the plague is completed. It's not because the ball was snapped at 9.32. Yep. But after the kick, it's 9.28. That should be a winner. Another example is what happened, Bills-Ravens. There's three seconds left in the game. The Bills kick the field goal. They don't kick off. The box score says zero. It'll say, you know, last play says zero seconds uh, as well. So that was uh, wild. Uh, Okay. Let's go. Let's dance again, baby. Preston North and Norwich City tomorrow under two and a half. In 12 league matches so far with Preston Norwich. I like it. I I don't like it like it. You like them like them? Like it? I like it. But I'm a little concerned about Norris because they're near the top of the table in the championship league. But in 12 league matches, here are the scores with Preston North End. 1-0, Scoreless, 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 scoreless. It's your 12 matches so far in the league. So and they keep putting up two and a half. So they play again Wednesday against Bristol City. But uh, we'll have to. We got to ride this train tomorrow. No defensive special teams touchdown parlay. Cincinnati Baltimore the Sunday night game in the prime time with the Raiders and the Chiefs. Eagles first half against the Cardinals. Again, Arizona's yet to score in the first quarter, and they only have 16 first half points on the season. Yeah, Cliff doesn't always do one. And Eagles have been awesome in the second quarter. Awesome. Plus they got off to a slow start last week. They were down 14-0, but uh, they'll bury in the second quarter. Let's go to London. First quarter under 7.5. Packers and Giants. Where are the points coming from, period, in this game? I mean, you don't have – it's no no Tony, no Golly, no Shepard, and maybe Robinson's out too. And Jones probably at 50-60% if he plays. Oh, this is ugly. And I got the uh, teaser with the Packers and the Chiefs as well. And one more, take a peek. Tennessee first quarter money line. Tennessee, what do I have? First team since 2000. I think it is first team to do it. First four games, first drive, touchdown. 
four and zero. And Washington's yeah. a horror show right now as well. Yeah. All right, in pocket. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials posted after noon Eastern. BetRivers.com. All right, go to Eclectic Mix. We had everything there. So on your soccer match that you like, can yeah. I throw some um, derivatives at you for total goals? They have it? Under <laughs> half a goal in the game is 9-1. to one. Okay. What? Do they have Preston North End goals? Yeah. Okay, what's Preston? Oh, for the for just them? Well, I don't think they score. Okay, so hold on. Let me give you the game okay, first. Right. Under 1.5 goals plus 230. So I'm looking at the two and a half, which is what you like, minus one thirty-two. Under three and a half is minus three eighty. Okay. And so you want to? You're asking about well, just this, the. He's have they haven't gone over two and a half in every league game? We I mean, think about that. They played twelve league games. Every eleven of them have been either one nothing. Excuse me, uh, ten of the twelve have been one nothing or scoreless. Okay, so who's the home team? Who's the away team? I think Norwich is at home. Yeah, Norwich should be at home. Okay, so you want the away team. Uh, away team under half a goal is plus 126 the way it looks. Preston won't score. So you get plus 126? Yeah, they won't score. Come on, this, this is historic what's going on. Okay. This is crazy. Hey, can I throw this at you? Uh, another stat from last night, because a lot of people are also, they're sending photos right now on Twitter of the teammates looking at Russ last night. Oh, yes. Oh, they hate yes, him. Yes. I'm telling you, they hate him. The one where he's sitting down on the bench? Oh, yeah. And he's got one where he's squirting the water bottle, and yeah. it's Melvin Gordon, I think, looking at him like, I hate you. Keep your mouth shut. This is from Jeremy Fowler. This Again, I called him, is he the worst quarterback at the goal line passing that we've ever, all things considered here, going back to the Super Bowl, the results here. Russell Wilson was 0 of 6 last night on pass attempts to the end zone and is now a league worst 2 for 18 on end zone attempts for the season. He's 2 of 18 passing on end zone attempts. 0 of 6 last night. Isn't the organization and the coaching staff aware of that? How do you throw the ball in that situation? No, the, the answer is no. I mean, chew the, you might get the first down, take 40 seconds off the clock, but Christ, go up 6. It's a 9-6 game. They're not going 80 yards on you. That was ridiculous. And he, then the decision that he forces it in there, and it's a horrible interception. The first one was bad. That one yeah. was worse considering time, score, situation. You know, we've seen good coordinators try to make the jump to become a head coach, and it just doesn't work. I always say this. There's nothing wrong with being maybe the best offensive coordinator or one of the best defensive coordinators in the league. I feel Wade Phillips, really good defensive coordinator. Laughable head coach. Norv Turner, tremendous offensive coordinator. One of the worst head coaches we've ever seen, in my opinion, right? So just stick to what you're good at. This Hackett guy, five games in. This Hackett guy. I, 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 I just, like, he clearly no. is not ready for this job. And I don't, I mean, I don't want to, you know, say he can never be a head coach ever again, but maybe, never say never, maybe I'm saying never here with this They'd guy. love to have Fangio back. Think about that. Oh, boy. They die to get Fangio back. It's unmitigated disaster. Expectations, supposed to be a playoff team, still could happen. But it was just so bizarre because it looked like they, they had some, how bad is a Raider defense? Now I go back and yeah. looking at it. Right. That's the other thing, right? All mm-hmm. right, time now, pro tip of the hour. Don't forget about first quarter and first half betting. Needs to be part of your uh, betting portfolio. Right. Um, Especially in games with big spreads, hello Georgia. And hello yeah, Alabama. That's right. I mean, Alabama should just open up a can on A&M. And if Georgia, if you want to go, if you think Georgia breaks out of it and gets back on track, you can go 17 and a half first half, and then you go first quarter if you want to. 
Yep. But that's uh, sure a lot of these teams, right? We we got, we got a month to go on now. Yeah. Several bad outfits, first quarter, uh, third quarter. And no, no, yeah, coaching tendencies. Uh, you, they get out the hot starts. We need to do yeah, more of that, by the a, way. First quarter, first. Yeah, go ahead. Very good. Can you share that email we got? This I love this Wen Banyama. Uh, oh no, it's, it's okay. So about it's a great discussion about what would you hold on to? What would you give up for this guy? Again, I brought. I asked the question. What's a realist? You can't even have a conversation because if I tell you the only two players yeah. I would not give up, I think would be Giannis and Luca. People would laugh at me. I don't think it's. La- I don't think it's that big of a joke. Anyway, uh, you brought up or oh, we kicked around Embiid. You said you would not trade Embiid. Yeah. I said I won't even hesitate. Josh, oh, God. Josh on Twitter checking in saying, uh, I'm a 76ers fan. I would drive Embiid to the airport. Oh, God. I never I played a game in the NBA. I mean, Embiid was supposed to win the MVP last year. Until Joker. It's one way to look at I it. Mean, it's, when, it's, when, okay, so <laughs> I got this on Twitter last night as well. When LeBron was coming into the league, uh-huh. knowing what we know right now, would you have traded Kobe Bryant for him? Would you have traded Tracy McGrady? Of course you would have. But back then, it sounds completely idiotic. And this kid's 7'4". Does everything. Brings the ball up. Shooting threes. 30 feet. They're just like, okay, bombs away. That's it for us here today. Good luck with your bets this weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday. See ya. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Get more from Beeson. Sign. Get more from Beeson. Sign. Get more from Beeson. Sign. Get more from Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. 
Visit underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep.